champions. Kylian O'Connor somehow managed to get the ball into the back of the net. It's Galway's day. They'll be celebrating here as the mass invasion of Galway fans, the maroon and white, swarms on to Croke Park. Big Keegan, goal! What a touch of Shane Walsh, and he has swung the ball over the bar. Welcome to episode 47 of the Advertiser GA podcast. We're recording on Sunday evening, a, a manic day of action throughout the country. But Colm Gannon, you're sitting in level seven of Crow Park, Kilmina, a day of all days for the proud Mayo Club. That's for sure, Keane. That's for sure. Like, you know, all our champions is something that can never be taken away from them. They did it the hard way. They were pegged back right at the end of normal time by... Uh, by Neve Villa there, like you know, that were getting a goal from that part from Park Doyle with you know injury time up on the board. But you know, Kilmina they gritted it out and came back strong in extra time and went held on to be deserving winners. They really should have that game well wrapped up before the for the Neve Villa goal even went in. Like they were in complete control in the second half. They were just, you know, a bit off. Their shooting was off. Both teams were shooting was off. They kind of struggled with you know yourself a swirling breeze and crow park can be hard to deal with. And both were kind of, you know, they just weren't able to get to groups that, you know, it was a very low scoring game. It finished up in normal time but at eight points to one five. You know, people might have got scoring goals, defensive game of football, but it wasn't really both teams kind of really went for it, but just they weren't able to deal with the conditions of the breeze and they struggled with it. But Camilla Came good in the end. They were driven on by Jack Carney. Got the man of the match performance. Jack was immense throughout. He was winning ball midfield and driving them on. Derek Keaton finished up with six points. You know, he was very good. He missed a couple of frees in the first half from his hands. And then he opted to put the ball in the deck and was excellent from it, from it throughout. Then Sean Ryder, the captain, got a vital score as well. And then he also had Joy Smith who came on. He kicked two points. Joy was a guy who was kind of starting the team for a lot of the Mayo Championship. And he got a pushed out from the full four by the veteran Neil Ryan. Neil had a very, very good first half, first 20 minutes, won a lot of ball, but picked up an injury and kind of curtailed his influence in the game. But, you know, you know that Joey came in and he kicked two points and was vital to it. You know, the goal going against them into right at the end, like, you know, that's kind of one of those things that's a momentum shifter at times. You can feel that, you know, the team that gets will have the momentum going into extra time. But it, but it wasn't that Kalina, you know, they kind of stuck to their task. They didn't panic. Uh, Nivella got the first score of the extra time, but then uh, Derek Keaton pulled it back level. So it was level at halftime, extra time. And then points from uh, in, the, in the second half, extra time from uh, from from Smith and then from Keaton to wrap it up, got the got, got the win from like, you know, it was a fantastic achievement for the Westmere club. Like Kalina, it's a small club, you know, they're, as we said, throughout the season there, you know, Kilmina have they're kind of were better than they were a very good junior club, probably too good for a lot of the clubs in Mayo. They were lucky with teams are playing, but once they got out of Mayo this year, they have taken this competition by the reins. They were very good in college, didn't no one can lay a glove on them. And then again in the semi final, it was put up to them uh, this game by Nivilla, but they were the better team. You know, nerves could have got some big day out in Crow Park. It's hard to, you know, for guys like this who aren't, you know, used to it to get to to to, to do an occasion, to get used to an occasion like that. You know, they should have had this game well put to bed. But at the end of the day, all that matters is when the history books are looked back and Kilmina are all Ireland champions for 2022, and it's a phenomenal achievement for them. And there'll be a long celebrations in Kilmina and Fahi and Moina and into Westport tonight and for a few days to come. And, you know, they've been a brilliant bunch of guys, you know, brilliant for the press, dealing with them. They were fantastic all the way through, but on a great press show, press event for us last week and lots of guys after interviews and all really good stories to tell and we're willing to talk. And, you know, you can only, you know, say, say fair play to them. And it's a, something that, you know, said can never be taken away from them lads again. 
That's for sure. It's a remarkable achievement. And as you said, Colin, when uh, the fact that they, they, had, they had illustrated that their ability on the Crow Park stage was then to be rocked uh, uh, with the concession of a goal, they showed tremendous character to bounce back in extra time. They did, they did. Like, you know, and it was a second from they were trying to play the ball out from the back there and, you know, get the ball out and get away, say, to, you know, somebody's going maybe just hoof to safety, but it was a misplaced hand pass, it was intercepted, and, uh, you know, in all fairness, you will Kalina pushed three head, but uh, you would have went looking for the goal. They had a couple of chances. Uh, Paul Gruden pulled off a great save, and there was a couple of blocks before us. So they've been forewarned by it. And when the ball was worked into Port Doyle and for that goal, like he didn't make a mistake. Like, you know, you think that pressure on the lad coming in in the injury time in all our final, he drove to the top of the net. And, you know, but Kalina says, you know, John Riley, the manager, very, you know, smart guy, confident guy, was involved with his team, played with them when they were in this final in 2003 when you know, it wasn't a sanctioned fully sanctioned competition, you know, but, you know, he got them in, calmed them down, made some changes, settled them in, and with the likes of Jack Carney, their captain, Sean Ryder, they were, you know, they drove on to victory, and it's going to be uh, something that they're going to celebrate long, long into tonight. And afterwards, I caught up with uh, their midfielder, Jack Carney, who was the man of the match afterwards, and I listened to you to say. Uh, how does that feel? <laughs> As I said to everyone else, it's um, incredible, nothing I've, uh, I've experienced before. Um, but utter relief at the end, really, yeah. Yeah, and like I suppose, like for the club, the parish community, it's a phenomenal day that you'll be never forgotten. Never, yeah. Um, yeah, when you see, as I said to a few other people, uh, you kind of try to detach yourself from the emotional side of the of the occasion and focus on your own game and come in relaxed. And that's what we did really well. But at the final whistle, when you see what it means to the community, the parish, the people those who have put the shoulders with the wheel for the last 10, 15 years, um, that's when it really hits you. So. And like, you obviously, like, you know, it looked like he had a one, you were three points up, then that goal went in right at the death, like, you know, what was the kind of message or the feeling and then you, were back, you got back together after the time? Um, the, the, my, well, the instant, the instant reaction was, what can we do? Um, how are we going to respond? And your response should never be negative like so um, I think we looked for the next task fairly instantly uh, which was which was um, extra time and thankfully we got a it was straight straight away we got a bit of a break to, to settle ourselves get back to the game plan and um, sort, sort ourselves out for extra time What does it mean for, you, for yourself Jack to, to, to win that Ireland play for your club I mean, it's, it's, um, you were up here at before right? Yeah I was here at Rice College before and unfortunately we lost by a point so it's similar enough to the county final it's you kind of have to lose one to 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 win, to feel to know how it feels to lose, and uh, and that gives you that little, little extra drive, um, to win it alongside those who you've worked with since you were six, seven years of age, and, and trained with your best friends, um, your family. It's um, something that's hard to describe. So um, it just means everything, yeah. I suppose looking forward to getting back now and celebrating for a couple of days and enjoying and maybe actually taking it in because I say even right now it's probably very hard to take it in. It is, it is. It's, yeah. There's so much going on, but over the next few days, I'm sure we'll enjoy it and we'll embrace every moment. You can see your family and stuff and you exactly. know, celebrate with them. Like, yeah. you know, because I said, there must be nobody left in Kalmina. No, no, no. And thankfully, the, the timing is good that the restrictions are lifted because we will celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, congratulations. Thanks very much. Thank you very much. Congratulations to Kilmina. A great day out at GA headquarters. A memorable occasion for the, for the Mayo Junior Connacht and now All-Ireland champions. But there was plenty of action up the road too in St. Tiernock's Park, Colm. 
a great win for Mayo on the road away to Monaghan oh that there was like you know it was a game I was fearful of Mayo going into like you know Monaghan are one of those league teams that are uh, very 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 happy very very hard 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 and tough teams we they saw that you saw last week against Tyrone coming out there were two points it's a massive thing now with a break coming up next week and then Dublin coming up in two weeks time you know Brian O'Donoghue seemed to be the main man again kicked one six for Mayo as they edged them out like you know and then Jason Darty great to have him back his goal midway through the second half you know that was kind of seemed to be the vital score to ease them off ease, ease them up, not ease them home but get them home but following on from Tommy Conroy Owen McLaughlin's carried off with an injury to wait and see what happens there but hopefully it's not too serious because Owen obviously missed a bit of last year he's a phenomenal athlete phenomenal footballer and you know he could be a, an important player for Mayo but you know getting a win in up in Clonus never easy like you know Ryo Donoghue kicking 1-6 Five from freeze, you know, he hasn't stopped from where he was last year. You know, he took over the mantle when Killian got injured and he uh drove, he, he went, he, he, you know, he's kept it up again. Hitting one six is no, no big, it's no, it's no, it's no mean feat, especially up against Monaghan in, in Clonus. So, you know, that's three points from Mayo from their open two game, battling back draw against Donegal at home in Sligo last weekend and now beating Monaghan up there in Clonus. It sets them up nicely going into that game against Dublin. I'm sure James Horn will be very happy. To come out there the wind, I suppose we've got to hopefully see what happens with Omar Glocker and he's not too hurt because we don't want to be picking up injuries through this throughout this campaign and then going into the championship a bit short-handed. So, but a win's a win. That's uh, three points from possible four. It's not bad. We've often been in the situation in Mayo where we've been no points or one point from these games and struggling in when it comes down to the tail end of the champion, tail end of the league. So, but you know, Dublin next, then keep it up. So it's, uh, it's all going so, so well so far on the on the, on the, on, the, on on that front. No, you're you're dead right there. The pivotal game, really, the, the second round uh, of the Allianz Football League, because regardless of what result you have in, in uh, on the opening weekend, you can turn it around somewhat. And when you draw, it's a big difference, Colin, to have one point on the board compared to having three points on the board. Oh, that's it. Like it gives you a breathing room. It doesn't. The pressure isn't on you going into that game against Dublin because you're going to look like the Dublin are going to want to have a bit of a fight back themselves after what happened down in uh, Tralee last night, where Kerry tore them tore them apart in the second quarter and put that game to bed. And you know they look a bit at sixes and sevens. I know the players come back, but they're going to want to put on a big show against their first their home faithful in a couple of weeks' time up here. And you know they don't want to be going into it. They're, fourth round with no points into a tough relegation battle where Mayo now can maybe look to drive on try and pick up a couple more points make sure they're safe in the league and if James Horn wants to try out a few new faces over the over the last couple of rounds of the league he'll give him that space to breathe and do that and not have the spectre of trying maybe getting relegated to Division 2 behind him like you know because as you said this Division 1 is so tough this year there's nothing between a lot of these sides and everyone's going to be competing to be at the top but Casabar Mitchell's ladies were in the All-Ireland Intermediate uh, final action. They were up against a star-studded St. Sylvester's. They came up just short column. They did, they did. You know, that's a brave battle shown from Castlebar. They lost out by two points. They conceded a goal right at the start of the game, which was always going to be a hard and come back. Sylvester's, St. Sylvester's is a star-studded team, as you said. You know, Mitchell's brought them back. They were down by three points at halftime, but you know, they, they drove on and like Daniel Caldwell and Grania Flynn they, they, they seem to be very strong and Catherine Sullivan as well you know these are the key players for Castlebar they uh, you know they got they, they put they put it up to them from uh, for, for a long time and on 50 minutes the game level but you know it seemed to be just from reading the reports and a bit of the highlights I've glanced at so far that you know likes of Shane Hearn you know uh, she got a free to push Sylvester's ahead again and uh 
you know, that's that kind of just sung the line. But you know, it's been a phenomenal drive and year for Casper Mitchells to get to that final. You know, they unfortunately they came up short, but it's something they'll never forget. And now they're going up to senior and they'll be looking to cut cut, cut it with the likes of Carnacon, knock more of my dads next year. But you know, as I said to you during the week, like you know, there's a phenomenal support for the girls there in Casper around the town. You could see the flags are out and seem to be a big crowd in Duggan Park and Panel. So they'll be disappointed they didn't win it. But you know, they came up against a, a, a team that's stacked a lot of stars and they gave it everything they had and pushed them right to the wire. And, you know, it's a fantastic achievement for that for, for those girls to get that, that, that stage of competition. They'd be disappointed, but, you know, it's been some adventure for them. That's for sure. It was a busy weekend on the uh, Galway GA front too. Colm, good result last night uh, for the for the Galway senior footballers to win away in Park Esner and Yuri. It just makes it a good start to the to the Allianz Football League campaign for Porrick Joyce's team to win two games, to not leak a goal, to be very solid defensively in their opening two encounters. Really bodes well for 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 Galway for the rest of the campaign. It does, yeah. And it's a game I watched last night. Uh, you know, I thought you know the first half the Galway were, were were by far the better team. That's they did the heavy lift and they led one seventy two points at half time. You know, Paul Conroy got the goal. Shane Walsh finished up with five points. But I suppose a big thing as well for Galway. You saw coming come. You saw come come into the team like you know that Damien Comer came on early on, got some game time into him. But they were just in control of that from the in the first half. You know, Conroy hit one two from playing the open fifteen minutes. You know that just shows how key a player he is going to be, and they were able to keep themselves out in front of uh, down the whole way through. You know, never really in trouble. Down came back a bit in the second half. They got some nice scores. There was obviously a big breeze in it, in it with them. But for Park Joyce, that's a that's a good that's a that's a good win. Like you know, it's two from two. You know, they're really looking for promotion now. It's like keep the foot down and drive 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 home for them. You know, what do you reckon yourself of it? Yeah, no, absolutely. I concur with everything you said there. And even after half time, when Down started to come back into the game, Galway just dealt with that quite well. Saw saw out the, the match in in a cool and uh, a calm way, and that that's a good sign to to just acquire that winning habit because I think that's important for for Galway right now. Is just to acquire that bit of confidence, that bit of momentum that's uh, that's needed at inter county level, and especially for. A team such as Galway with so many emerging players, a lot of young players, of course, you have the experience and how uh, pivotal it is to see uh, uh, Damien Comer back and how important it is to have him uh, back in, in, in involved uh, after uh, an injury to, to, to miss the, the game against uh, Mead. Galway just dealt with, with Comer's absence well on that occasion. But great to have uh, Deanna Downman back uh, uh, for Galway and he, he really has so much to offer going forward. And you think about it, you have the likes of Shane Walsh too, uh, Paul Conroy, of course, as you mentioned, one two uh, goal finished off a sweep and move, a couple of breathtaking points from play. And Paul Conroy is one of the most accomplished uh, kickers of the ball that 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 uh, that Galway have had for quite some time. Really, really a uh, talented player. I can remember him as as a young player at under twelve, under fourteen level. Uh, uh, go, that's going back a long way. But he was always a really, really tidy footballer, and it's brilliant to see that he, he's 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 showing that so consistently uh, on the intercounty stage of course he came back from uh, a very serious uh, leg injury a number of years ago but he really is uh, back uh, to 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 his brilliant best and it's just it just bodes well for Galway as we said at the start of the league the opening two two games were going to be really important for Galway they've put four points on the board they can look forward to to a game at Pierce Stadium in a fortnight against Offaly it will be a tricky fixture Offaly uh, will require points themselves in that one so uh, That'll be a, a big game in a fortnight's time, but really, really is a, an encouraging start to, to the Allianz Football League campaign for Galway. Just to have two victories uh, 
it just it just is good going forward, and it it mean it means that Galway can look forward to the rest of the competition with uh, with real optimism. While we're, while then obviously we're all both very aware of the talents Conroy has and the ability, but does he get the recognition outside like so Galway or Connacht for how good of a footballer he is? Do you think? Uh, probably not, Colm, and that's that. You could also put down to the fact that. On the national stage, Galway haven't been prominent yeah. enough too, so that that that's a that's a factor uh, that I think a lot of uh, since Galway last won in All Ireland in two thousand and one. Realistically, Galway haven't been relative uh, relevant enough uh, nationally. In Paul Conroy's first campaign as a senior player, uh, two thousand and eight, they they went close against Kerry in a in a thriller. Uh, on the day the, the heavens opened in uh, in a yeah, famous day uh, in Crow Park, I can remember. Uh, uh, getting drowned uh, 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 on the, on the way home for, for, from that one, staying up the following day. I think Cork hurled against Kilkenny, if memory serves me correct. But long, long time ago now. But that was Paul Conroy's uh, first campaign as a senior. But in in the in the years since, just Galway maybe there was a bit of a drift then for a number of years when Kevin Walsh came back in. Uh, Galway became, uh, uh, I suppose, getting back into Division One for a spell. That 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 increases the awareness. Uh, nationally of, of players you're obviously going to be on the yeah. on the television more and you're going to get an increased uh, championship exposure and in fairness in, in that time since Galway have become uh, uh, consistent uh, uh, I suppose uh, competitors uh, it, like Mayo had what did they have six in a row kind of titles there at one stage five. where, uh, where five in a row five in a row yeah yeah uh, five in a row, sorry. Uh, where, uh, but after that, I think Galway and Roscommon have, have become relevant again, and that that's probably n- now people nationally maybe are seeing more what uh, what uh, a lot of the Galway play- players can do. But it, it's it's up to Galway to to maintain that standard, to stay at that level, and I think it's something that they they have improved on uh, since Kevin Walsh came in uh, as manager from two thousand and fifteen on. I think Galway have been uh, uh, have been more competitive. Uh, in both league and championship, but it, it's it's really really uh, imperative that they get back into Division One, and it, it, that's that's the the stage that the likes of Paul Conroy and Damian Comer, Shane Walsh deserve to be operating on. Yeah, and I suppose sticking with the Galway and the small ball side of it, it feels a big win for Galway on the scoreboard there against Offaly Pierce Stadium, four twenty two to seventeen points. That's a that's a a really big win and a. a good win. I'm sure that uh, Henry Shefflin enjoyed his first uh, proper proper day out as Galway manager. Yeah, a very encouraging result, and uh, especially the performance. And that was something that uh, Henry Shefflin alluded to in his uh, post-match interview. Just the, the most pleasing aspect was the performance in Galway. Uh, they led uh, at the break, having played against the win by a goal and twelve to to eight points. <laughs> really, uh, a splendid goal on the stroke of half time from Garage back in Ernie, who embarked on a on an easy yard uh, run uh, fr- from deep, went the power the whole way through, and then uh, finished it off. Uh, uh, they finished the runoff with with, with, a, with a crisp finish, and that uh, gave Galway a seven point uh, interval lead. Definitely worth uh, catching on uh, on League Sunday tonight for anyone uh, tuning in. Uh, a great goal from from uh, Garage McInerney, who added a beautiful point in the in the second half too on the run. So he scored one one uh, from wing back Park Mannion at centre back, commanding uh, commanding throughout, and there was just lots of reasons for optimism. Uh, the blend that Galway have with a, a lot of uh, experienced players, uh, uh, and then putting them alongside the emerging players who 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 fared quite well, and you had 
uh, another uh, noteworthy aspect was Tom Monaghan's return to the to the Galway Senior uh, League fold. Three points from play in the first half. Really, really uh, busy uh, throughout. Connor Whelan inside at full forward. Outstanding. Three points from play. Just his his ability to win ball, bring others into into play. That was evident throughout. He really led by example. Uh, up front, and then at the the opposite end of the pitch, you had Dahi Burke, uh, the installed as captain this week. He 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 was a Galway fullback. So you had you had the likes of Dahi Burke, Porrick Mannion, Garage Mack, uh, Joseph Cooney, uh, and and Connor Whelan providing that bit of experience. One disappointing aspect for for Galway was an, uh, the injury enforced uh, departure of of Brian Concanon, and hopefully he'll be okay for uh, NUIG uh, for, for for the remainder of the Fitzgibbon Cup. He he had to go off early in, in the first half, but. Just so many reasons for optimism. Subs like Don Loche and John Fleming both came on and and, and scored goals. So uh, just lots of uh, uh, lots of good news for 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 Galway. But just hopefully, uh, Brian Cannon's injury uh, won't be too bad. I could. I was just there looking through the report and I see like they got eleven different scorers across that game, which is uh, some sharing of the, of the load. Yeah, and that was that's a that's a really good point, uh, Colin. Because the first half, a strange kind of a first half, awfully. In fairness to them, were 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 spirited and 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 they 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 had they they clipped some good scores themselves from from distance. But Galway just were doing enough uh, to to stay in front, and they aged twelve points to eight ahead. And then Garage Max uh, goal put put Galway seven clear at halftime. It was always going to be an uphill uh, uh, battle for 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 Offaly after that. And then John Fleming, the uh, NUIG student, going well in the Fitzgibbon, but uh, he came off the bench, scored one two. Don O'Shea uh, playing in the Fitzgibbon for, for UCD, scoring heavily in that. Went well for, for, for Galway in the Walsh Cup. He came on, uh, scored a 65, then got a nice goal too. Evan Nyland, of course, in, in brilliant scoring form uh, in, in, in the Fitzgibbon at the moment too. So you have, you have, a, you have a real nice uh, 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 range of, of players and range of ages. And I think that matters because it's probably something that's been said about Galway for the last uh, number of years, the... The, and it's something that Paul Bellew, the the, the Galway GA chairman, we, when we spoke with him last week in uh, or during the week in in, in our in our most recent Galway focused uh, podcast, where just the, the importance of integrating players uh, uh, from successful minor teams, etc., just that they're kept in the in in the inter county system, and that they're maybe a fellow mightn't be ready to play senior inter county at nineteen, but by the time that he's 21, 22, that he has something to offer, and that that he hasn't a was drifted through the net, and that's uh, something that I think Galway have 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 uh, targeted. Something Paul Bellew has spoken about, and uh, it's clear to see that uh, from from the from the makeup of this panel, and Henry Shefflin alluded to that as well. Just the the blend that's there between emerging and established players, and of course you, you you've lost experienced uh, players such as Aidan Hart and, and Joe Canning who've uh, who retired from intercounty action, but still there's a nice uh, there's a nice. Uh, blend there at the moment and it's important that Galway keep that going because next Saturday evening Galway travel and make the short journey to the Gaelic grounds for a game against Limerick who were beaten by uh, Wexford today and that game will be a, a revealing fixture uh, next Saturday evening in the Gaelic grounds column. That it will for sure and afterwards you were there with uh, press spoke to Henry Shefflin and we will uh, listen to what he said there. Yeah obviously yeah so yeah um... You know, I think it's uh, starting the league in a positive note was, was very important and, and obviously getting the win, but uh, and more so it was probably the performance as well, to be honest. So that was something we were looking to build on, following on from the Welsh Cup. And uh, I thought there was definitely a lot of passages of play that were very good and a lot of stuff that we've been working on. And uh, so that was pleasing. Obviously, we didn't convert as much as we'd like. So, um, but otherwise, look, it's two points and uh, good performance and no major injuries out of uh, Baron Dino. So hopefully... 
uh, he'll be okay for his college game during the week. Yeah, I thought Connor was very impressive. Was saying, you know, when you're getting fastball inside, the, the important thing is you have someone that makes it stick inside. And uh, you know, I thought he was exceptional today. And obviously, there was a couple of chances left behind us. But look, it's, it's the first weekend, the second weekend in February. So from that perspective, uh, you'd have to be happy. And uh, yeah, no, there was, as I said, there was a lot of good passages to play and. And creating goals, growing opportunities, which is great, you know. So um, that's something that I think is in that goal, Galway forward division, and hopefully we'll, we'll see more of those as the, as the season. But, and I think that's the challenge. I think for the, for the players this year, there's a lot of experienced players there that probably know they've another couple of years at the top level. Then we have a cohort of people in the middle that've been around the panel probably four or five years, and they probably know it's now or never. And then we have the younger generation coming through, and it's a try and give all of those an opportunity to try and get the blend right and uh, I think you know fresh management hopefully will bring that opportunity for the players and that's that's what we're setting about trying to do and I said there was some very impressive display but I thought the team display and supporting each other was very very strong so from that perspective uh, you'd have to be happy. yeah no it'll be it'll be uh, it'll be a very difficult game but look to be fair, it, it was something that we're probably taking this league in, in, in phases so this is phase one today next weekend then you have two weeks off to the next game so I think we'll be able to reassess, and I think we'll, you know, it'll be a severe test going down there, and especially after Limerick's results today, they'll be mad keen to, to turn around that. But look, it's a look. Everyone says it isn't a great challenge to go up against the champions, and uh, we'll find out more about the team and about the players as well, which is great. And that was uh, Galway hurling manager Henry Shefflin speaking after their win over Offaly today. Keen, uh, it's been a busy weekend. You know, we've been around, seen a lot, some good day, a lot of good, a lot of good results out there for both uh, Galway and Mayo teams. So, I'd just like to thanks for you, thank you again for this evening, and you know, thanks to everyone for listening and uh, joining us again during the week. And we look forward, to look forward, and look back to everything that's been going on. Thanks a million, Colin. Safe home from Croker. celebrating here as the mass invasion of Galway fans, the maroon and white swarms on to Croke Park. Big Keegan, goal! What a touch of Shane Walsh, and he has swung the ball over the bar. 